Hi everyone, welcome to Oketiwe, your favorite podcast um, with Ropa Wow. and her guest. I'm joking Whoa. with, with Ropa and Karen and Katie, Whoa. who's not here, but um, it's great to have you. And we are today going to be continuing with a topic that we started talking about last week, which is mental health and mental yeah. health awareness. And we still have our guests once again, Chido, the amazing Chido. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does anyone want to give us a recap of what we talked about last Chido week? Chido can do that. Go, no? Chido! <laughs> Too much on the spot. Okay, I'll say two points. Okay. Yes. Okay, um, I like that we spoke about, well, the issue of just generally African cultures not really knowing or identifying what mm. mental, I mean, depression is, for example, and that there's a, a knowledge gap we need to really um, understand that we need to educate ourselves and especially us as young people who have the privilege of being here in Berlin or America wherever to use our skills and you know what we learn to do something to educate to, to raise awareness and I also like what Karen spoke about that you know in terms of the fact that there's a the cost factor when it comes to treatment you can also consider just having a good family support, not just depending on going to a psychologist or a therapist. Also ensure that, you know, apart from the medication or therapy you need, have a good family uh, unit if you have one or friends or anyone who you can turn to to really support you as you get better. I don't know. Karen, do you have anything else you want to add? From this what is just we talked about. Recap, so <laughs> that's a big... We're good. <laughs> You have to stay calm. <laughs> yeah, so I was just saying this is the recap. We're gonna get into deep more detail. I think yeah. that it's um yeah, we could like talk about this for a while. We just wanna get into some more details about recognizing it and what causes it and what like give actual like accurate um points about how we as young people can like um yeah. Do something. Do exactly do something. I wanted to say manage and I was like, no, we don't manage it on ourselves on our own. But yeah, do something about it, you know? Yes, so Ropa. Um since we already know Cheeto, we're not gonna like ask any crazy questions. <laughs> do you want us to ask no. any crazy questions? Okay. You're good, you're fine. <laughs> but please do turn back and listen to our previous episode so yeah. that you have some context on what yeah. we're talking about. I mean I, I think this such an important question um topic right like yeah. over the past sure. few months there have been so many suicides mm. like all over the world especially in the u.s and right. like these cases of suicide you know and like these things are results of like you know not being okay the i think yeah. this is a good place for us to start exactly. i i believe that our one of our problems as young people, millennials, whatever, is that we have this thing of sensationalism. Mm-hmm. So when someone has just died mm-hmm. or when mm-hmm. something dramatic mm-hmm. has just happened, we are very engrossed in mm-hmm. the topic mm-hmm. and very passionate about mm-hmm. it and retweeting and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then it dies down. Mm-hmm. So we, we acknowledge things like men, we, we're in this habit where mental health is acknowledged 
only as a response yeah. you know yeah, in exactly. sensation yeah, like exactly. oh something yeah. has happened now mental health is yeah. a thing we're not we're not really consistent with it and i know like you know um most recently like mac miller died mm -hmm. and it was it was Shock. all over right he he there's no we don't really know if he, it was suicide but it was an overdose it was a drug overdose so the fact that he was overdosing on drugs does tell signs of mental struggling with mental health and he had a history of struggling with mental health in general mm -hmm. right so whether he actually committed suicide or not i'm unless new information has surfaced but i'm not aware but he was struggling with mental health and after he died, you know, there was a lot of conversation about him and a lot of things had to be said about this. And my thing is, why? Why do we wait until someone has died for us to to care almost, number one? And why do we now, when we've gotten over the fact that someone died, completely forget? Um, you know what I mean? I don't know what you guys think about this, but I, yeah. I think I it's not limited to mental <laughs> illness. Like it's with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? Sometimes like even in friendships or relationships, like people don't talk about things when they are happening. They wait till like the boom, the, the mm -hmm. crazy fallout happens. And then everybody's like, Oh, what happened? Yeah. And then they forget that. Oh, not like honoring um, a promise, not like being there when they said they would be not, you know, all that like counted to that, you know, right. and um, I think it's a general thing, like with a lot with a lot of um, society, like people just don't approach things or don't attack things till it's out of hand, and yeah, it's worse because a life like just is lost with with that, and you can't get it back, you know. Right. Where um, of course, friendships you probably can like amend stuff and then get it back to working you know yeah, yeah. Mm. so mm. Yeah. and it's quite sad that it's all these celebrities i mean there's whitney was a big one for me to be honest right and i recently watched a documentary on her life and everything and how she came to her her demise and uh it's just really interesting to me that most celebs it's always the same thing an overdose or some form of suicide and it really makes you think more about how um, these are people who have typically everything, mm -hmm. you could say. And you would expect, I mean, we were in our previous episode, we were talking about how in Africa, it's, it's our mental disease or depression, whatever, comes from a sense of lack, not having everything. So, yeah. I mean, you get to see the different kind of spectrums that someone like Whitney, who's basically a celeb, everyone knows her, she's got all the money, but she ends up in the same situation as someone possibly or thousands of other people in Africa who don't have and who, you know, who are not known, but they also end up sort of, I mean, there's also drugs in Africa. There's also, you know, all this. I mean, it's just, it was quite interesting for me to, to realize that it's not about your social That's a, status. Or, yeah. Yeah. Good segue. So what is it about? So, cause clearly from what you're saying mm -hmm. and you're right, that it's not about how much you acquire or how much you don't acquire. Yeah. It's not about how healthy you are or how not healthy you yeah. are. It's not about who knows you and who doesn't know you. It, it just happens. It can Every, affect yeah. anyone. Everyone is um, a victim. A potential victim. Exactly. Yeah. That's which, a scary way to say it. Yeah. But <laughs> which is it's why it's, it's like, why is it not being addressed as much? As but what, what, what are the things like what are the records we, we are no experts yeah, like right, i'm a doctor right. but i'm not a um a psychologist or a psychiatrist yeah. you know but of course what are some of the things that can lead us in this direction or can mm. 
cause can bring us into this uh, space of like um like deep sadness deep sort um anxiety you know severe anxiety mm-hmm. and probably can even trickle off into a very severe um mental health um and condition you know what are some of the things that we know and like we are talking to the young people or some older people who will be listening to us yeah. as right. well you know but how do we like what how do we know what what could lead us there what could be the cause hmm. i think that's a very good question and maybe it it really varies depending on your own personal experience um i think a lot of us it's it's mainly based in fear maybe fear of the unknown or um, just the the various disappointments you go through in life. You expect maybe it's just a uh, something to do with expectations that aren't met. Like you may have a certain view of yourself and where you want to go in life, mm. and then that doesn't happen. I wouldn't know for a celebrity. I mean, for Whitney, for example, her brother said something along the lines of she died of a broken heart. For her, it was more to do with her personal relationships and the fact that she could not be herself. She felt like she was not, she was boxed up as this princess of in the US or, you know, with the best voice. People called her the voice, but she felt like she wasn't being herself, her true self, you know. So I think maybe it's, it really varies with uh, each person. Um, there are various symptoms, of course, in the medical world of what causes you to be in that state. But I think it's it, it really varies. I don't know. I what think, do you think one thing that might be consistent amongst like causes is that mm-hmm. it's a it's an iteration of things. So you it starts off as one thing. It's the mm-hmm. tick 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 boom that Karen refers to yeah. all the time on this podcast, <laughs> where yes. whatever the thing is, whether it's you know heartbreak or yeah. it's um, disappointment or it's mm-hmm. failure. I think it always like how you spiral or how you end up, you know, mildly depressed or severely depressed Mm -hmm. is that you start off, you don't deal with it right when it starts. Mm -hmm. Maybe because you don't know it's there or you don't know how to deal with it, but whatever it is, you don't actually deal with it. Mm -hmm. And what happens is it just compounds and it, you build even like perhaps more negative thoughts around it. That's my experience Mm -hmm. at least where you, even get to the point where you obsess over it Mm -hmm. and now it's like you're digging a hole slowly right Mm -hmm. so just one shovel at a time Mm -hmm. until you get to a point where you can't see how to get out of the hole and now it's a full-blown it's full-blown anxiety or Mm full-blown depression and now there's when it's only when you get to that stage where it's like oh she's depressed because you 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 feel stuck you feel like you're in this hole i don't know how to get out of bed or i don't know how to get out of this what we don't see is that the whole it was created one shovel of sand or whatever at, at a time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the one thing that is consistent, but it's like, I guess a question that I have to put in the air is how, how do you even for yourself prevent that, you know, like, and let alone, how do you prevent, how do you help someone mm-hmm. who could end up in, you know, yeah. it's just a question to put out into the air. Like, I think, um, no one, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Right. That um, Jesus said, you know, it's like, it's the, it's a, you can call it a blanket statement in so many things because knowledge is power, mm. you know, um, turning, entering a room and turning on the lights 
helps you to see where everything else is. So if you actually know that there is this, you know, that there are the, um, the very clinical types and then there are the ones that just need a lot of social um, help and all. Just knowing that there is this, that you are prone to it, just the fact that you are like a princess or you are just a quiet person sitting somewhere in your corner does not mean you are free from it. Like everybody is prone right. yeah. to getting... Um, um, some kind of mental health issue, you know. Or one thing that my um, um psychiatry teacher used to say, um, was that um we all have a mental illness. We just mm-hmm. have various degrees of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I reject that in Jesus' name. Amen. But <laughs> but it's like it kind of is true, you know. Yeah. Sometimes like your treatment of people, it's like sometimes you sit back and wonder, mm, was that necessary, you know. Like, it's absurd. Like, it shouldn't be. Sometimes just, like, um, being very antisocial. Like me. Sometimes I don't, like, I find myself in a crowd and I have no idea what to do. You know? It's sometimes, like, it's really difficult. You know? Not antisocial, but very kind of introverted to an extent, you know? And it can actually be a very bad um, thing, like where you really, you know that this is what you are, but you can't, you don't know that you can do something, maybe just minor things, not trying to get, um, to ch- just destroy that bit because you, it's what you are, but then if it's actually getting to the, the point where it's crippling you or it's like making you, making it difficult for you to function socially, then it's something you should address, you know? So everybody has something, you know? But um, just recognizing that, hey, if you don't do, like Ropa is saying, like if you don't do something about it in this state, then it could progress to something that like really bad. It makes you socially um, um, in, in it. You know, and yeah. that's actually where it's it's a huge problem. Like nobody can relate to you. Nobody, yeah. um, you can't relate to people, or you can't, um, yeah, function. Right. You know, I so yeah. it's knowing, knowing mm-hmm. that these things are there, knowing the various forms of it, yeah. knowing that there there are mild mm-hmm. ones, there are like se- severe yeah. ones, knowing when you are like. And of course, knowing that there are mild and there are severe, knowing when you have certain signs that could be pointing you to a mild form or pointing you to something will already let you know that, hey, this is something that could be me. I could ask someone and get a good opinion and and do something about it. Mm. So knowledge. Confronting your issues in any, like in any regard, like confrontation is difficult. And confronting yourself is probably the most difficult thing to do. Mm. And I think sometimes what we what can happen in the early, early stages of something that could result in depression, yeah. what happens is you, at least or Ropa, will choose the comfort of saying, no, this is okay. As opposed to the discomfort of confronting the thing that's bothering me. Mm. Um, so like heartbreak, for example, right? 
I, Ropa can choose Which is to, one of the causes. It's a potential yeah. cause of depression yeah. or anxiety. Ropa can choose to say, I'm a savage. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't get hurt. I'm a boss chick. I'm a boss. <laughs> you know, independent. I got this. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. More fish in the sea. I, I choose this denial because it's more comfortable yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And then, um, like, months later, it spirals into something more than mm-hmm. that. So I'm just thinking, while Karen was talking, I was just thinking, you know, sometimes at those, to nip it in the bud, mm-hmm. like right at the mm-hmm. beginning, it's, it's, it's a lot about confronting your issues. Yeah. And that's not comfortable. It's, it's not, not comfortable for anyone. And Karen was talking about this thing where I, I think you gave an example of um, going out and just saying, I, I don't feel like, you don't know yeah. how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And I realized that a lot of people, myself included, right, we make security blankets out of things that are not normal. <laughs> exactly. So then so then you then exactly. call yourself an introvert. Exactly. Or like, you're like, no, I just don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> when really all it is is you trying to remain in a comfort yeah to be comfortable in you know something that shouldn't be comfortable in and it's like maybe that's one way to nip it in the bud i don't know yeah yeah i agree with that right um when you're talking about uh how we ourselves personally you as robin need to address what makes you uncomfortable i think um a lot of us have a find it difficult to take responsibility Mm. for maybe what we do wrong yeah or or we're very hard on ourselves Mm. for me personally i think that's what may have caused me to get so negative because i was so hard on myself why did did i do that wrong why did i do this and then it was just different things then i'll just be like i'm such a failure or i'm i'm I'm, you know i'm always screwing up or something like that we're so tough on ourselves and um and yet you know with god he's always so loving so you know so forgiving and yet for us like i i used to find it difficult i understood that god can forgive me he can forgive everyone else, but I just could not come to terms with forgiving myself mm-hmm. or take or really saying I did this or why can't I do this right? You know, it was just so always such a cycle for me to always keep yeah. blaming myself, never forgiving myself. And it's only just recently, like last year, where I had to really just come to God and pray about it and just feel like, why, why do I find it so difficult to just give myself a break? You know, and I just really had to keep praying about it because I really got to a point where it was just too much. I was just being too, too hard on myself. So I think that's also another thing to just, it's hard to be uncomfortable and to address your own issues, but you just have to, you, you, you really have to, and you have to be gentle on yourself as well right. to forgive yourself. Right. I think that's a, a big start. Right. So like gathering from how far we've come in our conversations and all, I realized that we all have experienced something akin to it at some point you know how like what are the things what are the common things that we've talked about a few of them you mentioned a heartbreak Mm -hmm. Uh, you mentioned for you you mentioned even changes happening in your family Mm -hmm. and all like what are some of the other things that could lead people to a space like this you know to like express something that was probably like hidden or like, what are some of these things that people should look out for? Like, are you saying triggers or causes? Triggers, causes, or like both. causes, actually. Mm-hmm. And I think we can talk about the triggers afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think like a very, like, a loss, you know, of someone like, yeah, dear. That's definitely yeah. it. You know, a friend, a, a close family. Being bullied. Being oh, yeah. bullied, exactly. Yeah. In whatever form, whether it's like the explicit being bullied at school exactly. or implicitly like your mom says mean mm. things to you. Mm. Um, social media. 
social media social pressure instagram yeah just feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be (laughs) because of feeling on somebody else's highlight reel Mm -hmm. and feeling like oh i was thinking to myself the other day that like sorry this has really little to do with what we're talking about but like okay so i only um post sorry i only post on linkedin because i have this thing where i want recruiters to know what i'm up to it's really just me preparing myself for the time i enter the job market whenever that is right and that's literally why i post on linkedin (laughs) there's nothing that prompts me to say i need to notify (laughs) the the connections that i have (laughs) nothing whatsoever and i just i just realized that the last maybe like three or four the main things i've ever posted on linkedin were highlights yeah and i'm like you you terrible person that is exactly (laughs) what i said to myself you know why because there is a child somewhere not a child but a human being somewhere Mm -hmm. who is struggling to cope through this um university thing or struggling to get by you know Mm -hmm. whatever they're doing in their life and all they see is oh ropa got an award ropa's doing this and i was like how dare you ropa because i didn't post you know what i don't post on linkedin the fact that i'm up a lot i'm up early every day and yes, i sleep late every exactly. night i don't post my breakdowns oh my on goodness you know Ropa, this is so <laughs> real so and good. so true you yeah. know i actually had a conversation with someone yeah. who saw like who saw your post and was like oh my god this girl is so amazing oh, and wow. we like i studied i studied post? yeah every, very recent like last week and she's like she, you know she's doing them and she was praising like her but then Shout she and she got to the place where mm-hmm. she was like you know like and some of us we are so um and and like because i i said like we all study so much but then nothing comes out of it i laughed in my head and i was like well one thing don't compare of course she's amazing don't compare don't compare yeah i'm not comparing i'm acknowledging and i was like oh my god my friend i know Mm. you'll be listening i love Mm. you it's not like putting you on the spot (laughs) but just for that like little girl yeah. You know, um, it's not like the kind of things, the breakdowns that Ropa goes through. Like she says, yeah. she never shows it, or some like sometimes yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. No, no, not she doesn't LinkedIn. show it. Okay, you can't you show know, it. I mean, <laughs> you no, can. you can, you can, because That's, if you have exactly. listen, if you have, it's real. If you have five hundred um, <laughs> okay, job rejections, yeah, right. Okay, do you ever just post <laughs> and say rejection, rejection and comparing, <laughs> compare it, yeah, comparing yourself to other people? Those two are really big. Do you? Well, yeah. yeah, but you you can actually write a post on LinkedIn and say I have applied exactly. for 120 jobs and, and I haven't gotten a single one. You know, but you don't do that. Exactly. What you do is you when <laughs> you finally get the job, you get the big you're like project management assistant of what? what, what? <laughs> you see, yeah. and it's like, what does this have to do with our topic? All I'm saying exactly. is that's a cause of depression. The where highlights like, real. I be, I believe exactly. that social media is a phallus. It's a lie, guys, because mm. all we do is we show our highlights. Use and media we, we consume we <laughs> yeah. oh yeah the use we consume highlight reels exactly. but without realizing that that's what it is mm-hmm. you and know that there's so much work behind the, the, work, the pictures there's tears, so much yes Exactly. Sin, even. Exactly. You know, we talked about some episodes ago. Where it's like you see someone on vacation, and you don't, you don't see the whatever hashtag tough decisions. Yes. You don't see the tough decisions they made in the back to get to that. 
picture, you know? Oh so, yeah, that's yeah. a source of depression is the point. Exactly. So, right. social media, yeah? Where social we are, like, just one. munching on um, somebody's highlight reel. Mm. What else? Like, what else? There, there's very clinical... Rejection that she just mm. mentioned, yeah, you know? And I think best. rejection is God's protection. Hallelujah. If I tell you guys like my my life story, you know, the one yeah. that we're now posting on, on LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's really it was really characterized by rejection. Mm-hmm. Like just a lot of no's. Just like yeah. a lot of um this is not gonna happen. Like, mm-hmm. no, you apply to this uni, it's not gonna happen. You wanna go there, there's not enough money for you, mm-hmm. you wanna do this. Just a lot of rejection mm-hmm. and life screaming no at me. Yeah. So now when I'm at this stage looking back like hindsight retrospectively it's like oh it makes sense you know (laughs) jesus is lord just trust the process you know i can be deep about it yeah but when you're going through it it's tough it's very tough it's tough and i think a lot of whatever episodes Mm -hmm. i've had in the last few years have had to do with rejection Mm -hmm. just what like just that feeling of not being wanted or thinking that you're not wanted and i wanted to just say um one thing that helps is like one thing that helps you deal with rejection is changing your perception of the Mm -hmm. rejection. Like Mm -hmm. for example, I was watching the Steve Jobs movie Mm -hmm. and a question that Steve was asked um, was why do adopted children focus, uh, identify themselves as rejected as opposed Mm -hmm. to chosen, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's a whole, that's a whole, um, topic I know nothing about so we're not going to get into that Mm. but I just took that one line out of it and I'm like sometimes what you see you you choose to see the rejection in a story Mm. without seeing the the being set apart side of it the part where you're actually selected for Mm. something you know so sometimes it's about perception that has nothing to do with Karen's question but I just thought I'd share that you know yeah yeah, your cool. perception of what's happening in your life is, is very, very important. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important. Tough schoolwork. Like, <clears throat> struggling with school. Bills. bills. Oh, God, Expectations. Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, meant, thinking that you're supposed to... I think I've I think been talking Chido a lot. This. No, go on. Oh, oh, yeah, expectations. Yeah. But I, much. like, I have a very above average GPA. Mm-hmm. I don't... And this is the thing, right? Yeah. I don't... I have this thing in my head yeah. where it's still not good enough. Oh, wow. And, and what was important for me to realize when I got this prize that we're talking about mm-hmm. was that this thing is actually only in my head. Mm-hmm. It, it, literally, the academics or the people that run the university yeah. looked at the GPA and were like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. But in my mind, it's literally all in my head that yeah. I feel like I'm not reaching a certain expectation that only exists and i think that's also a huge source of mental health like struggling with mental health is that do you have you create an idea in your mind Mm -hmm. or an idea of what other people are expecting of you and whenever you fall short of that um you struggle and Mm -hmm. i guess that the depression the disappointment that you also mentioned like you fall short of something and i think it's just it's in your head that's all that's my point that's why i use my example it's literally in your head it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, and even if someone, your parents feel like you're disappointing them or your, you know, your teachers feel like you're not doing the best that you can. Yeah. So what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's exactly. And uh, just to add to what you were saying about how people choose to be rejected instead of saying they're chosen, for example, I feel like there's a lot of this 
thing where people hold on to their failures um, stories that are okay you know about like <clears throat> for example a rich a rich person mm-hmm. who was poor at mm-hmm. first or um there's a psychologist who said that um we all go through stuff mm-hmm. so don't think just you coming up and saying i came from this broken home mm-hmm. and we all come from some form of brokenness mm-hmm. we all come from some form of dysfunction like mm-hmm. all of us have some form of dysfunction it's not something that's unique and so terrible we all go through it what's important now is what are you going to do about it now are you going to stick to that story? Yes, it, it, it can inspire people to say, oh, I came from the rural areas and now I'm living in this big home. But too many people like to hold on to the all the negative stuff that happened, all the mm-hmm. stuff, the, mm-hmm. the dysfunction, the or maybe something like I got molested. A lot of, I feel like a lot of celebs um, have recently been coming out and saying things like that. It's Of course, that's a terrible, terrible, and that's a big issue, another topic on its own. But um, the psychologist was just saying, like, everyone has gone through something. What's important is, can we try and change the um, the conversation? Mm-hmm. Let's not keep talking about the the stuff that makes us depressed. And let's tr- try and change our wording. Let's try and change the way we view ourselves. And maybe that can help alleviate this, you know, mental illness that's going on around. Because mm-hmm. we're focusing yeah. so much on the, the ugly stuff and... You know, there's two extremes that can extremes. also have an extreme. So you're saying that completely focusing on the negative doesn't help yeah. anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other extreme would be to not acknowledge the negative. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, where then now the person who's molested doesn't even have an outlet to mm-hmm. address exactly. that it was That's traumatic. What I didn't agree with. You yeah. know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, there's two extremes, and we have mm-hmm. to be somewhere in the middle where yeah. we're like, we're gonna acknowledge that this thing happened. It yeah. was traumatizing. Exactly. It was terrible. But we're going to focus, I guess, on the fact that you yeah. can move forward. Like the one it. who was heartbroken. I'm not the heartbreak girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Exactly. You know? You you don't define yourself by it. It yeah. happened. Yeah. You learn from it. Or right. you are, you're learn. still learning. Yeah. Or you are doing something with it or about it. But not to tag yourself as that. Um, yesterday, someone, um, a girl, oh gosh, it would be so good if I remembered her name, mm. was one of the winners of the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah, but the, she had gone through crazy the stuff. Most. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay. during war, she had been um, 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 abused sexually by the, um, what you call, ISIS, mm-hmm. like mm. severally. You know, but then she came out of that to do so much, Yeah. you know, and was just yesterday awarded a Nobel Peace Prize mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. humanitarian work. Exactly. Right. right. So humanitarian work. I think something just to say to someone who's listening is that mm-hmm. you will get through this. Hey, exactly. <laughs> like, and this... remember that while you go through whatever you go through, that it is something that you will make out. You make it out of this. It's another, I, I guess, with the whole analogy where once you're in it, there seems to be no way out, <laughs> you know, but you're going to get through it. Like this woman, I, do, I imagined when she was going through what she was going through, she couldn't see herself yeah. becoming this, you know, like, oh, she couldn't see how it was going to happen, yeah. but it, she got through it. And so can you, whatever it is that you're struggling with. I think this is you leading us into the how to, like, we know that these are some of the courses but um, how to recognize triggers mm-hmm. and how to um, also 
what, what we can actually do yeah. about it you know so i think we can already get into that bit of the discussion like um yeah so i recognize that if i go through something traumatic mm-hmm. i could easily slip into no matter how strong i am i could easily slip into it how do i re- uh, recognize when um i am actually in this space you know how do i find that this is what is happening and it's not just a, a sad very sad day and maybe i'll be fine and mm-hmm. yeah i think um what most psychologists say it's you lose interest in things that you used to be mm. you know like doing like right instead of going out you're always sleeping Whoa, all day. Okay. Or, or vice versa yeah or vice versa why don't you just or... like sleeping <laughs> <laughs> it's the change it's okay. the change that's the problem yeah. it's also listening to the dialogue in your own head like what mm. are you thinking about mm. and a lot of us when we're going through stuff or we're being depressed we don't really want to think about what we're thinking about that's where things like drugs or alcohol come come in because mm-hmm. people want to just numb the pain or mm-hmm. silence you know the voices in, in your head you just want to drink and just get drunk and not deal with whatever is going on with you mm. so maybe when you start to see excessive drinking or excessive excessively taking drugs or going out eating or eating or, or not, not eating, eating. <laughs> you know all these are just disorders that you or not keeping yourself clean exactly just not caring about how you look or um yeah another <laughs> another um trigger or i mean a sign is when you don't have hope anymore you know face yeah just why do i go to work what mm-hmm. is that all about <laughs> or, you know what, what like even work. is a degree <laughs> you know like rent? yeah do like well, is rent deep when you start <laughs> when you start asking <laughs> We're laughing, but it's yeah, really serious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's another yeah. sign that right. things are going left. Mm-hmm. Or just like, yeah, I, I, I guess you've like mentioned all these. And like what could actually make it worse, like sub, sub, subjecting yourself or just submit. Yeah. Given into the alcohol and the, or like extra doses of whatever. There is, there taking. is, I know alcohol, drugs, those are great examples, but there's also just escapism is something mm, that I used to read about okay. a lot. Okay. Um, where you actually, it doesn't always have to be an, an outright okay. addiction mm-hmm. or, you know, like some form of substance that is being abused or whatever. Mm. It can just be you escaping reality, mm. boredom, mm. Um, difficult situations yeah. by going into a different realm, which could be Netflix Mm-hmm. It oh, could yeah. be Snapchat, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. It could Instagram. be music. Mm-hmm. When you just every single time you have an almost bad thought, yeah. you don't even allow it to exist. Mm-hmm. You just decide, okay, I'm just gonna listen to music. Or I'm just gonna yeah. watch 25 hours of Netflix. It's a. It's also a sign of if it's not yet the sign of my, like the depression having set in. It's a sign of issues. It's yeah. a sign that you have things that you are struggling to confront, things mm-hmm. that you're struggling to deal with. Mm-hmm. And overly socializing can also be a sign <laughs> of that when you don't even want to be alone for exactly. 10 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So someone, you have to be with someone. Someone has to be going to the movie with you or no, 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 It's also signs that maybe things are not okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Right. Yeah. So what can what like what can be done? What can we do about these things when we see them? 
like so now you've real you've realized oh you're, you've you're realized depressed. that your friend is like because like i said depression when you are depressed it's yeah. very like it's a it's a hole it's a deep hole you, it's yeah. difficult for you to get yourself out of there's actually sometimes very difficult for you to realize that you are right, in a deep hole because yeah. it's just all dark around mm. you and you're know, just wondering like why won't the lights turn on you know but what do you do when you find that somebody you love or care about is like showing um signs or you are starting to like uh, crawl down the slippery Mm. slope like what do you do i mean we we kind of talked about what to do when you're starting to crawl i'm wondering what do you do when you're in the hole now okay practical maybe you can bring some of your research in here or yeah experience or my experience. I think I did mention a bit of it in the previous episode about just having uh, those exercises that I was yeah. talking about, like right. exposing the lies or um, maybe talking to someone you trust in your family. Okay. Like I know, I know they're key people. I've got um, maybe two friends that I know I can definitely go to when I'm facing something. And I know I can get concrete um, responses mm-hmm. from them to help me. Um a therapist if you can afford one then uh, what sorry a therapist okay okay if you can afford yes something yes something like that it is um, not unchristian to see a therapist it's not a mm. prayer go okay. to your pastor I, I don't know i feel like the church does need to do more i don't know what you think i mean do we have you heard sermons that are really tackling this issue of dealing with being in this negative space as right? much as i don't hear like a lot of sermons i know things. that there are like uh, pastoral care teams yeah. or like at least people right. train in pastoral care yeah. that actually are focused on the mental health yeah. like personal one-on-one yeah like how are you how is your soul how is your mm. spirit how like how are you dealing with things are you okay yeah. Yeah. like one-on-one stuff and i find that so valuable because mm. like you can hear from the pulpit all you want and you can just like, amen, and then just walk away with that. Yeah. But that one-on-one thing. Our is... church, or the church I go to in Berlin, it's, Amazing. you know, it's relatively like European and progressive. So I feel like a lot of the times on the pulpit, um, mental health is addressed. Yeah. I And I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I just don't, I know for sure it might not be the case for someone who's listening here. Yeah. Where yeah. church yeah. is mm. a lot of, stuff about everything but yeah, that. yeah and i guess like karen is saying hopefully there is some there is like try and check if yeah. there are systems in place like, yesterday structures I, it was a place. wonderful thing talking to my dad he was yeah. like he's he's uh head in our uh the methodist church mm-hmm. like a home like not like a head but he's like playing a, a part like that in a social and family bit and he's trying to establish something like that nice. in there and it was so great like hearing yeah. it mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. it wasn't there like you might have counselors in there somewhere mm-hmm. but then to actually develop like curricular people actually undergo training to do these things it was yeah sorry Ropa. It's okay. I want to do, I do want to say, and we all have to get to the point where we round this particular topic up, but Mm -hmm. I want to say that you have to, in as much as, you know, talk to someone, talk to this, all of that, Mm -hmm. it's all important. You have to allow, first of all, give yourself some space to take your time with this process. So Mm -hmm. I think another way to push someone further into depression is putting them under pressure Mm -hmm. to reach out to these things and do all these things. So that's the first thing I want to say is 
you are allowed to somehow pace yourself yeah. in this, you know, um, talk to people when you are ready and talk to, yeah. and the second thing I want to say is talk to people you trust because another way to spiral again is to, or to be worse is to now share your business with someone who's actually not reliable or someone who doesn't have your best interest at heart. And that doesn't help you either. So I don't, I really don't want us, our, our two episodes to be all this, you know, yes, you should talk seek about help, it. Do, yeah. that, that, that. do seek help. Do seek yes. Help, but... but be prudent with it. Yeah. Um, be, yeah. you know, like not cautious, but yeah, aware and do your research when yeah. you, when you do go to a therapist and all of that. And if you're going to talk to a friend, you know, hopefully it's someone you can trust and I'm someone stoic. who has your best exactly. interest at heart and someone who is, I, one of the best things that I, I have in my life are friends who are friends of my journey before they're my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for people like that. Yeah. Like they don't care about what I want in that moment. They care about what's best for me yeah. because those people, when I do open up to them, yeah. even if in that moment I'm like, Oh, I don't want to eat. They're going to be like, girl, I don't care. You're, you're going to do this because they're a friend of my journey more than they're a friend of whatever my desires are in that moment. Exactly. But yeah, some parting words, some final mm-hmm. closing things about Morgan this topic. Morgan Nichols, uh, Lisa Nichols. Morgan yeah. Harper Nichols just does the most amazing poetry. Yeah. You should check out her page on Instagram and mm-hmm. on, yeah, I don't know about Facebook, but I know she's on Instagram. She mm-hmm. talks about like what Ropa just talked about. Her poems are very personal as well. You can pay a little bit of money and request some mm-hmm. for um, yourself or your friend. You know, talks mm-hmm. about taking time in the process, you know, um, recognizing that this is the space you're in. And it's okay to pace yourself. Yeah. Right. And it's right. also okay to seek the help that you need. And right. also okay to recognize that help is coming and to allow it, you know? To come. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And Lisa Nichols, you were telling us about Lisa. Yeah, Lisa Nichols. Um, well, what do you want me to say about her? Well, <laughs> she's also, she's also well, on, she's, she's on YouTube. She's definitely yeah? everywhere. Please follow her. Like, yeah. I think... Um, you know some of her her YouTube channel, her website. She's got books, right? Some chicken soup, right? Books. Oh, yes. chicken soup. Chicken those soup was amazing. just amazing. And um, even listening to her on her YouTube, that's where I got all those exercises I yeah. was mentioning. Like she really delves deeper yeah. into. Yeah. I also have a something new, which is a yeah. book that I personally haven't read, but mm-hmm. my friend Yara has given me. <laughs> listen, she's given oh, yeah. me so many snippets of it that yeah. it's like. It's called Crash the Chatterbox by oh, Stephen nice. Furtick. Mm, and nice. it's really just about the negative things that, that are in your head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so last words, Cheeto, our lovely okay. guest. Um, um, well, I'm in the process of hopefully starting my own foundation next year. God mm-hmm. winning, I hope. Um, and it's basically going to be centered on mental health awareness and support. Yeah. Right. And I'm hoping to come up with, you know, just handbooks in starting with Zimbabwe in our languages, mm-hmm. yeah. English, Shana and Debele, to just kind of, you know, um, deal with the educational aspect of understanding what mental health illness is and getting people to just know more about it in our language as mm-hmm. well. So um, just raising more awareness on, on that. And I'm hoping it, it becomes something. It know. will. It will definitely <laughs> it will. become something yeah. that will go, move across Africa, not just in Zimbabwe. So oh, yeah, I'll keep you guys on the loop on that. And then we can awesome. hopefully talk more about it next year. 
awesome. Oh yes, thank you and so thank you much, Shido. And we, really we are yes, and we are so um, yeah. pumped for you, excited for your projects and yeah. we wish you the best 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 of luck keep us updated i will definitely do yes what is our gem of the week oh all the things we've been gem saying. of the week <laughs> let me tell you it's something i read from the great divorce by c.s lewis yeah. and it says that thirst was made for water mm-hmm. and inquiry for truth there's mm. nothing that quite quenches our thirst like water. Like you can use, you can try anything, yeah. and it could like it, it could refresh, mm. it could, or it could like quench it temporarily. But then nothing quite does the job as water, you know. Mm. Same with truth. Like you can inquire and get like snippets and of nonsense, but nothing quenches that um, or satisfies that inquiry as the actual truth. So thirst was made for water as inquiry for truth. Hallelujah. I was about to do that. Yeah. But yes, Karen, please pray so that we end our episode. Father, we thank you so, so much for the opportunity to talk about this topic. We thank you for the insight that we have received. We thank you for the practical tools that we have um, gained also in the journey to just um, do better, to live better, to Uh, put your glory on display we pray that you guide us in our steps father lord and help us to live as you have called us to live in the mighty name of jesus we thank you for chido and we pray that you cover her and protect her amen amen Amen. thank you so much for tuning in um and we'll you'll hear from us again next week tag share uh yeah share (laughs) review us on whatever listening device you're using and follow us everywhere and tag your friends like Karen said. All right, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Jehovah, you have broken every chain and you gave me a new name. With the way you changed my story, I just really can't explain. So when they ask me how I made it, I'll just point and say it's you. Because I'm standing here today because I've been delivered by the truth. Also in the name of Jesus.